Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. Let's do like the song says, and let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, DJ Billy A. Welcome to another episode of the two. Oh. Nine till infinity podcast, and always sitting across from me is my main man, 50 grand posted in front of his microphone stand. Why don't you hop up and tell him who you am, my friend? First of all, I'm sitting down, so I'm not hopping up, but I will get <laughs> on the mic and I'll say, What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, who with authority, Savage O'Malley. What? Uh! <laughs> Hey, yo! <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, it's your boy Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Uh, Old Dirty Savage, a.k.a. Sleepy Hollow, a.k.a. The Hip Hop Mandalorian. This is the way. It certainly is. It is the way, my people. Uh, how you doing, DJ? Billy A, a.k.a. You 209 deep thinker. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. You know, I got a question for you, man. Hey. I can't tell you how many times in the last three episodes I feel like you're like, hey, I was thinking. Yeah. You're doing a lot of thinking lately, (laughs) Bill. What's going on, man? I have a question as a dog owner for you. What? Yeah. I know that uh, I know dogs have really keen sense of smell, right? They use them to track down people that are lost and track down criminals that are on the run. But what about track, ice? Track down all the food I dropped. Yes. Oh, they, they go. Oh, hell yeah. All I can Fuck do. a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> dogs will handle I that. I got a Merzumba. Yes, dude. What about eyesight? Do dogs have good eyesight? And I have a reason for asking you this. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I feel like they do have good eyesight, but I also feel like the other senses are so strong that they... Uh, uh, improve the eyesight. Right, right. Like they're right. following the scent. They're sure. following their dog instincts. Right. And I think that makes the sight better. Because I do at times be like, yo, do you not see that? Yeah. Like, right. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, why do you ask? I, I, I walk my dog. I get up before work to take my dog for a walk because my wife works from home. The reason why we could get a dog is because for the majority of time, my wife is working from home. But what happens is if he doesn't get that early morning walk, she can't get through her initial launch meeting and check her emails and stuff. He's tugging at her shoulder and, you know, he's, he's, he's bugging her to get out. He's antsy. So I get up at 5.30 a.m., strap on the leash, grab the poop bags, and I hit the road and I take him for a walk. Well, up until like a couple weeks ago, uh, it was still dark. Like I'd take him out for walks and there'd still be stars in the sky and the moon would be out for another half hour, you know? Right. And at one point I like to take him up this street. I call it Long Beach Avenue. It's that's not the name of it. I couldn't tell you the name of the street. It's got a bunch of pine trees, uh, palm trees, excuse me. So it looks like something that would be in Long Beach or SoCal. I like to walk him up to the castle gates of, uh, of Preston Castle. We walk up there and then we walk back down. Well, it's pitch black. There's no street lights or anything. And at one point, my dog Obi literally freezes 
and he's just staring off into the black void. And I'm like, all right, come on, buddy. Let's go. Let's go, buddy. Come on. And he is just fixated and staring into the black. And I'm like, what do you see, buddy? What, what is it? What do you see? And I'm not sure why I'm saying that. Like, if he answers, I'm going to really be fucking tripping out at that point. Like, hey, what do you see, buddy? Well, I see a mountain lion. I'd be like, holy shit. Roro, Bill, it's a mountain lion. Yeah. But I, you know, immediately he is just like, like fix it like a pointer. You know, like when the dog sees something in there and they're just, he's pointed in that direction and looking and he won't move. And I'm like trying to drag him and he doesn't want to come. And so I'm like freaking out. Like, I'm like an idiot leaning forward, trying to look to and see nothing, turning on my iPhone light, you know, and holding it out. I go, there's nothing there. What? But again, I'm going, what, buddy? What? So finally, I'm like, okay, come on. And he reluctantly follows me, but he's walking backwards the whole way, still intently staring off in that void. And I'm like starting to freak out a little bit like, yo, there have been, you know, we're in... I know they call them mountain lions, but that's a really shitty name because they don't have to live in the mountains. There's mountain lions spotted in Ione all the time. So I'm like starting to kind of trip out a little bit. Like, come on, buddy. If, if there is one sitting here, ain't the best idea. Let's keep it moving. Like, let's go. Um, you know, and then by the time we get up to the gates and head back down, the sun comes up. I don't see shit, but I was just wondering, did he really see something or do did he was he just tripping did i like it i just wondered if you had heard like did they got killer eyesight like because all i saw was just black like i didn't see anything but black and he didn't tell me so i tried i asked he didn't he didn't tell me what was up uh i i can tell you this there are several times where i have been out and like she will see something before i will yeah or she's very uh like i think certain things like it surprises me how sometimes like she'll like start to pull or like whimper right. like when she sees another dog or whatever and right. I'll be like I'll look around and like it the dog the other dog's like a block and a half down. Right. Like, not right. close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or she'll see like a little bird. Yeah. And like she's all about birds. She wants to yeah. fuck up a blue jay. <laughs> and uh she just, you know, goes crazy and then like there'll be times where like like something will be right next to her and I'll be like, do you not see that? Are yeah. you just being stubborn or are you like, F you, Scott? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, how do yeah. you not, you know? And then she's like, oh, there's my ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh. like, all right, man. I don't I don't know. Dude. Obi's got squirrel radar. Like, there could be a squirrel 30 trees down and he'll spot it and won't move. Like, he literally will stand under a tree and, like, try to climb up the tree, which he can't do. But he'll watch that squirrel jump from the tree to the, uh, what is it, the, the power lines. Watch it jump from the tree to the power line, run down the power line, jump to another tree, and he will not stop until that squirrel is off in the distance to where you it's gone, until it's gone. Like, he stays fixated. Like, dude, what do you think you're going to do? You think that thing's going to come back to where you can grab it, or do you think magically, by staring that long, you're going to just levitate over to the squirrel? And Like, and that's the thing. He's got that squirrel radar, and yet we'll go to cross the highway, and there's a giant you know, 16 wheeler big rig coming down the thing. And he's just like, okay, I think we could cross now. And I'm like, whoa, buddy. Whoa. Do you not see that? Like you said, man, really right there. That, that doesn't cause you any, you're not even the slightest bit nervous right, that right. you're about to step in front of a, a big rig. So yeah, man, just something I thought about, you know, it's just, I've been thinking, you know, <laughs> call me the thinker. One of my favorite tribe songs. I love that song. And now, Deep Thoughts with Bill Adams. Yes. Remember that on Saturday Night Live? It was Jack Handy. <laughs> Jack Handy. Come on. <laughs> Come on, SNL. I know yeah. what you're doing, Lorne Michaels. Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, let me just tell you this. Uh, we are here today to talk about a little thing I like to call and have coined. Mm-hmm. Bucky yeah. and the bird. Yeah, you better trademark that, baby. I'm a man of the people, man. If the people want to run with it, then good for them, man. What if the people make a lot of money off of it, though? Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, I mean, it should, like... Get HR can't, on can't the I, phone. Can't I, can't I... I wish I could remember the name of the person that we were going to have be our HR, like when we did, like, episode six. Yeah. It wasn't Karen. No. But, uh, yeah, it was like, get Gladys on the phone. Yeah, we... It wasn't, we, wasn't it, Gladys. It, no. Huh? 
I said, Probably like Sharon or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, we had somebody that was going to be our office person that was going to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like way back in the day, you know, yeah. when we uh, when we still had this thing. No comment. Nope. <laughs> I'm trying again. When we still had this thing. Nope. When we still had this thing. Yeah. yeah. The couch was still in the studio. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to promise you. By the time that we. Yeah. Uh, record again. I'm going to because I have these freaking podcast or this uh, machine cards with the dry erase uh, oh, boards that I could label. label your buttons. Yeah, because I I get all sidetracked sometimes. Like some of them, I know where they are. Like if you're like, oh dang, Sav, that was nasty, and I'll be like, oh you nasty. Like yeah. I know where that one is, and then, but I always mess up like. Uh, West Side and Big Tangs and yeah, and well, we don't use the couch one anymore, so that, oh. that's like been out of the loop. Because as we talked about a couple weeks ago, we don't have a. It, uh, there is no couch in the studio anymore. Yes, we don't have a casting couch. Like, hey, oh. ladies, you want to be on the podcast? Well, Savage does have a couch, if you know what I'm saying. No, what are you saying? I mean, do you have a couch to sit on? That's when we record pretty much the episode? Pretty simple. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you have a couch? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bucky and the Bird. Yeah. Uh, you AKA, coined that. Yes. I did. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, is complete. It is. All six episodes. Yeah. Fuck. Six glorious episodes, could, man. Could, eight. And, and, and I'll tell you what, man. Like, you talked about it when we talked about it after episode three. Like, you, you, you kind of talked about, like, it wasn't that you didn't like it, but you were kind of, like, still in WandaVision mode and you kind of had to switch back into, like, Marvel mode, yes. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, man. Like, it's amazing how much. F- and this is gonna sound silly when you look at the whole comp, the comment in general. Right. But it's f- amazing to me how f- much faster six episodes went than nine episodes. Oh, I know, man. Like, it- I felt like this shit just started and it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I. I but like one division, I didn't feel like it was like, like I felt like it was it was kind of long. Those three episodes, even though the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes were longer. Right. I, I want to say 15 to 20 minutes longer in each episode. I can remember one of the things I remember most about WandaVision, it felt like it would just get going and then it would stop. And that that I think that was part of the, the, the for me, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was I didn't feel like the first few episodes left me hanging and left me wanting more. I enjoyed them. But when they ended, I was like, OK, well, we'll see what happens next week. That absolutely was not the case with episode four five and six after four at the way four ended i was mm-hmm. like no i want more and then five and six were the same way like these episodes the first three went from i was like i'm enjoying those you know yeah i'll, I'll watch the next one i'm looking forward to it four five and six i talked about with wandavision it was like a ritual that was my friday night i couldn't wait to get home it became falcon and the winter soldier friday for me like falcon friday baby i was like Yo, man, I get off work, go to band practice. Yo, hey, peace, fellas. I got to get home and see what's happening with Bucky and the Bird, man. It's on. Like, So it definitely kicked into high gear for me after episode four, and there was no looking back. I was like, man, I'm I'm all in now. Like, like I enjoyed it. I went from, re- like, enjoying to, like, being, like, blown away and sucked in. Like, I really liked the last three a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. To quote Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber, I like it a lot. Uh, let me ask you this yeah. before we dig into the last three episodes or the whole finale or the whole thing in general. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to run something by you real quick. Yes. Ready? Run something by me. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. I need you to focus here. Okay. White guy. Uh huh. Good looking. Yes. Right. Right. Troubled. Mm-hmm. By some things in his past. Right. Kind of dark, but sarcastic and funny. Right. Has done some bad things, but ultimately always wants to do the right thing. Right. And a nasty left arm. Mm-hmm. Who am I talking about? Savage. <laughs> or? Or? A nasty left arm. Or who, who else could you be talking about? Uh, the Winter Soldier? Yes, right. Well, I thought I thought you were comparing yourself to the Winter Soldier. I'm just saying. Let me ask yeah. you this. Let me ask you this yeah. question, Bill. Yeah. 
Have you personally ever seen Savage and the Winter Soldier in the room at the same time? I have not. Well, I'm just, you do the math. <laughs> All right, I'll put it out there. The Savage Soldier. I got a, hey, yo, hey, you just, better patent that with Bucky and the Bird, baby. I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I like the idea of being the Winter Soldier, but also, uh-huh. uh, if I got another dog, I'd probably call it Falcon. That's that's dope. Yeah, I like it. And if you get a, a black dog, it could be the Black Falcon. Because I, I love the fact that that the uh, African-American characters on the show were referring, it's the Black Falcon, baby. Yo, Black Falcon. Well, I, I kind of dug that. And then finally one guy goes, nah, man, that's Captain America. Man. I, I dug that. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, when you were saying, making the comparison, I was like, you know what? That sounds like Savage. I, I know he's talking about the Winter Soldier, but... I'm picking up a theme here with this. It's yeah. <laughs> uh oh, phone down. I threw it. Hold on. Not really. Keep talking. I'm gonna talk about some things because it's very important uh, that I uh, make sure that you understand, or that not that you understand, that we're on the same page here. Yes. So let me start here. You, I know you wanted to look up the cast to have the right yeah, information. Yeah, I'm pulling up the cast right now. So, do you, let's start with this. Yes. What's your overall take of everything out because we talked about it after three episodes and now all six yeah. are done yeah where are you at i'm at uh well i thought the whole show as a run was phenomenal i i, I think again marvel does it again in my opinion i i hate to sound kind of like a broken record like that we're just like you know trumpeting marvel's successes and like being their cheerleaders but i really did think it was a phenomenal show but like i said uh first three good last three incredible like like edge of my seat couldn't turn it off couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next um i thoroughly enjoyed it i love the fact that really what it kind of the whole show boiled down it went back to captain america the first avenger where it isn't about the powers it's really about the person and you really realize in this show why cap gave you really learn why cap gave um what's anthony mackie's character's name he's the falcon but what's his name i can't remember now that's papa doc yes it's <laughs> it is papa doc right? i was thinking my man let's let's talk about the character sam, sam wilson let's talk about the character arc of papa doc yeah man. <laughs> he got smoked by eminem man that was it he choked hey but then guess what yeah he uh you know look at look at did he did he did he, he he didn't lose himself. No, he did not right? lose himself. He came back. He he moved down south with his yeah. sister and yeah. a fishing boat. And, yeah. And now he's now he's a superhero. Sam Wilson. Yeah. That's his name. I no one else could have wielded that shield in the stars and stripes. It's about the person, not the abilities. And I really love that that message came through because it takes you back. But one of my favorite things about Captain America's arc, what he was, he was the scrawny little nothing guy that was sickly and scrawny and skinny, but he had that heart and that attitude to do the right thing no matter what the cost. All those other bonehead soldiers that they thought were going to be able to be Captain America, you know, they were strong, they were great soldiers, but they were assholes. They wouldn't jump on a grenade for somebody or take a bullet for their friend. Cap would have, and that's what made him perfect for it. No one else could have been Captain America. Well, I feel like Cap knew that, and you really see Sam's character come through. You see who he is as a man, what he believes in, and what he's about. And you realize that all these other people that have taken the serum, they can't handle it. They can't control it. All the way to the guy that they hired to be the new Captain America. Oh, uh, that actor. Wyatt Russell. I don't remember his characters. It doesn't say his character's name. Wyatt Russell couldn't handle it. Um, all the super soldier kids the, from Flag Smasher, they couldn't handle it. Um, even Bucky was wrestling with it. He, he came to grips with it and was handling it. But for a while, he handled it inappropriately and he had to have therapy. So I just love that what it really boiled down to was not superpowers because Sam doesn't have any. Right. It was who he was as a person that made him the best guy to be Captain America. Like not, all right, how good of a soldier are you? How much ass can you kick? Do you know karate? How well do you throw the shield? That all came to Sam later, obviously, in a great training montage. Like, but, um, but yeah, I love that it came down to 
the person, the man, like, and, and who he was as a human being, like, because that's my favorite aspect of Captain America's arc is that he was a scrawny wimp who got his ass kicked all the time, but never gave up. And right. Sam was not a scrawny wimp, but he never gave up, believed in people, trusted people and wanted to do the right thing. And I just love the message and I love the last three episodes. I thought they were great. What did you think, man? Well, I'll tell you what, Bill. Yeah. I figured you'd done some thinking. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that uh, I really enjoyed the first three episodes. I thought they were really good. Yeah, I did um, too. And especially when you factor in the fact that in order for them to do this, it is, you know how Marvel is, character development. Not that we didn't know who the character was, but we right. had to set Like, there's a lot of things we had to set up, right? Right, right. Right, you, you had to set up, um, you know, Sharon Carter. We're correct. You had to set up... Uh, you had to set up uh, the uh, the guy from the military who's going to be Falcon now. The the uh, the Hispanic guy that was doing the uh, oh his the actor's name is Danny Ramirez. Right. Yeah. You think he's going to be the next? Is that what they're saying? 100%. He's going to be the next Falcon. Yeah. Uh, That's why when uh, they, the wings got torn up and he's like, keep him. Oh, good call. I hadn't yeah. even thought of he's that. He's the new yeah. Falcon. Uh, they're setting that up. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, there was a lot of things where, like, I was kind of up in the air, and and, and I can't remember. And, I, and and the Mad Cyclone, I think it was Mad Cyclone, was like, "How did you guys not talk about the power broker?" Right, right. He did, and he nailed it. He said, "I think it's uh, Sharon Carter." That's who I said it was too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys nailed that. Yeah, I, I didn't. You know, the the power broker was like such a quick mention in like episode one or episode. I think it was two. And then I kind of forgot about it. Like, they're like, we're going to go see the power broker. And then it never happened. And they moved on to something else. So when he was like, how could you not mention the power broker? And I'm like, to be honest, man, after he said that, I'm like, I, cause I was wondering like what Zemo was going to do and where the flag smashers were and what was happening with the new captain America. It was kind of mentioned and then brushed off. So I, I didn't even think about that when we recorded last and talked about this show. Um, I believe that, I, first of all, let me just say this. Very great. Very great. Yes. I've seen a lot of shows, the best shows in the world. This is super great. It's super great. Yeah. It's more than super okay. It's more super than great. super okay. No, I really enjoyed it. I liked, um, and for me, like, I was really interested in, like, how it was going to come across as far as, uh, how this was going to work. Right. As a show. Right. And then how is it going to work in the grand scheme of Marvel? Like, right. Because this is all heading towards something or, you know what I mean? Like, we talked about WandaVision. Like, this is leading into Doctor Strange. This is yes. leading into a little bit of, uh, and some of this is leading into Black Widow, whatever. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how's it going to work as an independent show? Right, right. And how's it going to work as a... Uh, movie in the Marvel universe. Correct. Yeah. yeah um yeah. And, and obviously yeah, we don't know how it's going to work into the universe, but as a show, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was like a little mini Marvel movie every week. Right. And I I and and this is not going to surprise anybody who's listened to the show and knows how we feel about this stuff. But I just I love being so Deep and connected to the Marvel Universe. Invested. Inve yeah. Beyond invested. Yeah, because, yeah. like, just the little things, like, like, uh, what, Zemo? Yes. Zemo, and then, like, the, uh, the Wakandans, and then, yes. like, just, like, the little things that keep popping up, because this is a world, this is a universe, it's all connected. And because we're invested in the universe, like, all of this stuff makes sense to us. And even if it doesn't make sense, like, we'll be like, wait a minute, that person is... That's that's there for something. Right, that's a right. reason. Yeah, there's there's always a reason behind right? it. And, and I'm and I'm not afraid to to tell you. Like sometimes, like I don't know, and I'll look it up because I'm like, this has got to mean something. Right. Like, they don't do anything on accident. So I, I really enjoyed it, and I thought that overall it was it was fantastic. Um, I I continue to dislike Wyatt Earp or Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell, yeah, Kurt Russell's son. I thought. I knew I knew I, the U.S. agent thing was coming. Yeah, I, I knew that. I've read that's his arc. He tries to be Captain America, fails. 
he's a good dude, but he gets wrapped up, has some mistakes, and there's some tragedies, and then he becomes the U.S. agent. That's all. I I haven't read those comics, but I had heard that. I, I got to disagree with you there 100%. I thought he was perfectly cast. Like, I know you hated his I, face. I didn't say that the casting was wrong. I said I don't like him. Well, right. And, that's and why I understand he's that's his job, but perfect. like I still don't. And the arc, the reason why they, when he first came in, like he was just trying to do the right thing, but not very likable. And then he became a giant asshole and then he got powers and he became more of an asshole and he murdered someone. So they had to have this arc with him. If you liked him right out the gate, if he came in and was like the perfect Captain America type and looked the role and acted the role and was doing his best, then that moment when he loses it and he gets the powers and he kills that dude with the shield, what a powerful moment, by the way, when he thinks that guy killed his partner and he shoves the shield in his face and he's standing there and you just see the shield dripping with the guy's blood, like pretty heavy for Disney, I'd have to say. But um, that moment was crazy. Had he done that, you'd have given him a pass. You'd have been more ready to give him... If he looked like Cap, felt like Cap, had the attitude and you liked him, then at that moment you'd have been like, you know what? That's not him. That's the powers. He just can't control it. And his friend died. So I understand. But instead you were like, man, this dude was already a prick. Then he went ahead and he took the, the serum when he knew it was a bad idea, but he did it anyway. And then now he's, guess what, dude? You can't fucking control it because you're horrible. Like, so it it ha he had to be that way for his arc. He Disney knew exactly what they were doing. He was perfectly cast. And then when he comes back and kind of turns it around, has that aha moment where he's like, I could go after this girl who killed my buddy, but now nah, I'm going to pull the car back with all the senators in it or whatever and save them from dying. When he has that moment, you're like, all right, maybe this dude ain't such a prick. Like maybe he can turn this around and control it. Like, he had this arc that wouldn't have worked if he was anybody else. Like if it was another actor, I, you know, I thought they picked the right guy for the job, man. I really do. So I'm not going to say any names. Yes. But this person know who I'm talking about. All right. But Bill. Yes. I disagree. Okay. Here's why. Okay. If, if that had been somebody and I liked him. Yeah. And he did that and killed the dude with the shield. Yeah. I wouldn't have given him a pass. Yeah. I like Sam Wilson. If Sam Wilson did something like that, I wouldn't give him a pass because that's not that's not Cap. Captain America doesn't do that. Right. I wouldn't give Chris Evans a pass because that's not his character. That's not what he does. No. So if I like the it doesn't matter if I liked him. Like there's certain things that like like the, certain guys aren't gonna get a pass even if I like them. Like in the in the arc of the character, right? So Captain right. America, the idea of Captain America that like you don't get a pass. So I understand the idea of casting someone who is villainous and, and it's not meant for you to like them. They no. want you to hate them. I understand And that. I don't even know. I wouldn't even per se he's villainous. He just never should have been. That's the whole point. He was never supposed to be Cap. He was not ready. He was not fit. It take, like I was just saying, it's about the man. And they were showing you that, look, this dude's got a purple heart. He did a bunch of tours in Iraq. He saved people. He sacrificed his own self to save his team. He went through hell. And yet, guess what? He ain't the right man for the job. And I think that's what they were doing. They were showing you that, like, despite this dude should be the right guy, he's not. So they had to give him a douchey quality. Like, he had to have that or else you'd have just been like, well, he is a, a war hero and he does have this going for him and this going for him. But no, he wasn't ever the right guy. He never deserved that shield. Cap didn't make a mistake when he gave him that scene with Bucky when he says, because why'd you give up the shield? He's like, why does it care so much? Because... If you weren't supposed to have that shield, then that meant Cap was wrong about you. And if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And he, you see the tears in his eyes. Dude, I've always liked, um, oh, what's the, Sebastian Stan. Uh -huh. He had some moments, that was one of them, in this show, where I was like, this dude does, it, he, he's not acting. He's acting. He's acting. The, the flashback scene, when he's in Wakanda and the lady says the words, because they want to see if they've broken him of the mm -hmm. Hydra curse. And she goes down those list of words, and he's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And he's sitting in front of the fire, and he starts tearing up and crying, and he's shaking. And she gets to the last word, and nothing happens, and he's so relieved. 
what a powerful moment. That moment, the moments in therapy, he's a hell of an actor. I want to see that dude do more, like outside of Marvel. I think he's great. I think he was allowed to shine acting wise in this. Like, I really loved him. But yeah, I think that they were just trying to show you that despite all this dude's accolades, he wasn't the right guy for the job ever. Like, despite the accolades. And I think in order to give you that, I think they purposely picked a dude that looked like the old man from Up with the fucked up chin and the, like, you know, all the memes where he looked like, remember the old man from Up? Did yeah. you see those memes? Yeah. Like, I think they did it on purpose. Cause I, like you said, Marvel doesn't make mistakes. Everything's calculated. And I think they needed you to hate this dude. And, and I get what you're saying too. You wouldn't have given him a pass cause that ain't cap. And you're absolutely right. It's not cap. That dude never should have been cap. And I think that was the point, but I get what you're saying. Like if something would have happened and Sam Wilson flipped out and started, you know, slicing guys' heads off with yeah. his wings, like you don't get a pass. You don't get it. You don't get a pass. That's not, I get it, I mean? but Sam's the right guy. So that wouldn't happen. Right. But yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, I, I see where Marvel was going with it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How'd you, what'd you think about Val? Is that Julia Louis-Dreyfus' yeah. character? AKA Madam Hydra. Yeah, right. Yeah, is that so? That's what I didn't. Uh, I didn't know. Like, okay, so she's obviously they didn't. I remember, and I was thinking back to Captain America and the Winter Soldier when they eradicated Hydra, but they were like, yeah, there's probably still some leftover, you know, Hydra supporters in there that we're gonna have to go and weed out. And I was like, okay, so she's in the government, but she's really do going against the government, like. I was trying to figure out who she was. So she's Hydra. Is that what it is? Like yeah, so the Countess, a.k.a. Val, a.k.a. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, a.k.a. Madam Hydra. Okay. Uh, so she, uh, just to give you a little bit of arc as far as her, um, so I did a little bit of research. So she is uh, uh, Valentina trained as a spy alongside uh, Clay Quartermain and Sidney Levine after she met the agency director Nick Fury. And she beat him in hand-to-hand -hand combat. In her first comic appearance, making an impression on Fury and readers alike. After gaining clout through a string of successful missions, she later joined S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Femme Force, an elite group of female agents who reported to Sharon Carter. Although there was tension between Carter and Valor S.H.I.E.L.D., ally Captain America, they ultimately had her, their backs against Hydra. But then she, uh, and then there's, like, and that's, and, and to be honest, that's the beauty of this thing is that, that all of this stuff is connected to the comics and there's so much material. There's so oh, dude. much. Marvel's like, been at it since the 50s. So yeah, you can't, it's hard to keep up. Like luckily, the the smart thing they've done is you don't have to have read the comics because later they're going to reveal. Like I had no idea she was Hydra. Later they'll reveal that somewhere down the line. They're going to reveal. Like, like I said, they kind of let us know that Hydra had infiltrated the government already. Um, but I thought she was, I thought she was a great, I love, I've, I'm a big Julia Louis-Dreyfus fan. I think, I think she, it's incredible. Like she doesn't age. I, I think she, she reminds me of my wife. Like I think funny women are sexy and she's very funny and she doesn't age. And I've told my wife a lot of times, I think that olive complexion and the dark curly hair, she reminds me of my wife. So yeah, I, I dig her. I think she's really cool. I've loved her since Seinfeld. I loved her when she was on Saturday Night Live. Um, I, I like it. There, she used to have a show called The New Adventures of Old Christine that I used to catch episodes every once in a while. She's funny, and I thought she was great in this, but I, I appreciate you telling me that. I was like, it's clear she's in the government, but she's kind of going against what the government is doing. Like, she was okay with him killing that guy. Like, so who is she? Like, I, and I, Hydra should have popped up, but it didn't. So, okay, so she's Hydra that's infiltrated the government and is kind of doing her own thing. Because it was clear she killed the uh, super soldiers at the end when they they all got blown up in the truck when they were put in the truck and they all got blown up and uh, and she goes yeah that was me I, I may have had something to do with that she goes no not really well maybe you know and she's like cops to it but doesn't cop to it and so it's like yeah uh, I thought it was kind of uh, interesting and I like her a lot. Um, my question for you was, I have a question um, to see if you know, because I don't understand. The thing I didn't get is why was Sharon Carter so ostracized where she had to run off and leave the country? Because I know that in she helped Captain America, so she was like aiding and abetting a, a someone who was on the run and was in trouble with the law. 
So she she was ex had to flee her country and hide out in these other countries, and she was so angry about that that she's decided to go back against her country now, and she's the power broker, obviously. But obviously they're okay with Cap. They gave Cap a pass. They gave everybody who helped Captain America a pass. Eventually, the Ant Man. Everybody got let out of jail. So why was Sharon Carter still ostracized and in hiding? And she had to get a pardon from Falcon. Like Falcon had to push for her pardon, but everybody else was excused. What did she do that was so terrible that, that you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, why was she in so much more trouble than everyone else? Besides this, she wasn't a superhero? Right. I mean, that would be basically it, right? Well, I mean, so there, so... I'll read you what I read about it, but also remember, like, we talked about this in a long episode ago, right? Yeah. Like, if you and me screw up, we're held accountable. Right. Kobe Bryant screws up, right? right. Jay-Z screws up. They're giving a longer leash, right? Because I just recently rewatched. because after watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I went back to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which I think is my favorite Marvel movie, if I had to put a stamp on it right now. That's probably my favorite one. And, I mean, she helped him, like, at the end when he's like, hey, I know that there's Hydra agents here. And she she stood up for Cap and helped Cap. And then I think it was in, uh, she also helped him out in uh, uh, Civil War as well. Like kind of helped him get around places and brought him stuff. But she didn't kill anybody or like, you, you know what I mean? Like it didn't seem that crazy what she did. And like Ant-Man got a pass, Cap got a Everybody else got a pass. Sam Wilson got a pass. Like. They ostracized her so badly to the point where she feels like she's got to create her own organization and fight back against the country that screwed her over. Like, I was kind of like, man, you know, this is Agent Carter's niece and related to Captain America. They fucked her over that hard. Like, I so, so here, here's the thing: is is they said, you remember, they uh, she was talked about being in the, in the in the show they talked about being a wanted fugitive for violating the sokovia accords i think zemo brought it up yeah and uh you know um madripoor is an independent haven for criminals with no extradition and she reminded them unfortunately i didn't have the avengers to back me up right so when i looked it up it said one possible reason why sharon wasn't afforded the same treatment as sam and bucky is that she didn't publicly fight in the battle final battle of the avengers endgame where the heroes saved the world from thanos that victory, as well as how the Avengers brought mil billions Thanos killed back in the blip, made public goodwill swell in the Avengers' favor. And it's likely that the Sokovia Accords violator, like Sam and Bucky, were pardoned because it would be terrible public relations to prosecute the superheroes were resurrected, who resurrected half the universe. By that same token, remaining fugitive and not turning herself in, Sharon Carter isn't making herself eligible to be shown mercy and receive a pardon. After all... If the Winter Soldier can be pardoned, Sharon Carter can be as well. Yeah, that's, that was the thing. I was like, why does Falcon have to like fight for her to get a pardon? Like I was, but, kind of, yeah. And then it also said Sharon is also right is right to point out the double standard of superhero worship in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. After all, Carter's crime was stealing government property and aiding and abetting Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson, and Bucky Barnes. Yeah. So obviously, it's a lesser offense, but given the like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, which is a a very uh uh uh. uh it, it, very specific and, and well-written way to say exactly what I said. Yeah. They're superheroes. Yeah. They, they beat, they, they're Avengers, right? Uh, so the, 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 the famous people get extra, you know, ex second chances. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to like her as a villain. I, right now I'm, 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 I'm on the fence. That was the one thing I was on the fence. I kind of liked her as like helping the heroes and giving the assist once I learned that she was the villain, I was kind of, which I kind of, you could kind of see him lean in that way. And I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's clear. She's going to be back in movies. And now she's like, it's like, not only do you have Hydra still involved in the government, but now you've got her. Cause she straight up said in the, in the hidden. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen this spoiler alerts <laughs> a little late now, but, um, she says in the tag scene at the end, Hey, we don't have access to super soldiers anymore, but I got access to all the tech, the weapons, the, you know, the information, the computer files. So she's going to use her connections in the government to work from inside out just same way Hydra is. So, fuck, so now you got Hydra and her, like, and you don't know. Nobody knows yet. Like, well, when the when the country turned your back on you. Yeah. Made you a criminal. Yeah. All right. And then all of this had to happen for them to. And even then, even then when she was standing there and they were giving her her pardon, the guy was kind of a dick. Yeah. Right. 
like he offers her a job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, you, you're pardoned. And uh, you want to come back to work? Hey, like, we know you've spent, uh, we know you've spent the last, whatever, how many years on the run fearing for your life and hiding in a, you know, but, uh, our bad. Want your job back? Yeah. 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 All right, man. I'll take my job back. Yeah. And then she turns around and gives that yeah. wicked smile. So I, I think she can pull it off, but I was just kind of like enjoying her character as the good guy. So I was like, all right, we'll see. Like, it's clear she's going to be back. Like, they're all going to be back. So, um, but yeah, that was something I wondered. I'm glad I, I learned something new. See, the Hydra, I didn't know. And uh, that does make sense about why she hit out and why they didn't give her a break. You know, I guess it it's uh, it would have done her some good to probably turn herself in and probably in the beginning. And she probably could have got leniency because the Avengers, with somebody in the Avengers would have been like, oh, no, she's cool. Like, she helped us. Like... But yeah, I get it. That makes some some more sense. But man, I, I I'll tell you what I want. I, I want them to get a young. I want to get the story of uh, Isaiah Bradley. Yes, I think it'd be incredible. I hope that they get a sh we get a show where we see the the military converting him into a super soldier and his missions and what he went through as a black man in Captain America's shoes. In you know, I think it would have been the sixties. Um, Probably earlier than that, maybe right? even the 50s the korean war was it the korean war they were talking about i yeah. can't remember but yeah i would i loved his character that moment when uh sam takes him to the memorial and shows him that they've added him into the memorial and he's been so hard and such a hard ass and given sam the hardest time and he breaks down and pulls him in for that embrace and you can see the he's trembling and the tears are in his eyes i was like oh my god dude what a moment what a moment dude there were so many great moments. That was phenomenal. I would love to see his story because he's from the comics as well. And I did not know about him until he was obviously, you know, brought up in the show. And I'd love to get more of that backstory. I, I thought it was phenomenal, man. I they, Job well done. Marvel does it again. 209 co-sign for me if you did not watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And hey, the best part is... The end credits, they go from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Did you see it change to Captain America and the Winter Soldier? The yeah. last episode, when they flash it up, it says, because he's no longer Falcon, he's Captain America now. I, I thought all those little touches, Marvel just knows how to do that. They know how to pull the right strings, push the right buttons, and it's the little details. They nailed it, dude. Hey, I clapped at the end of the last episode in my on my couch by myself. I was doing this. So now I'm going to do it with you, Savage. And I'm still clapping by, by myself. Still clapping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was great, man. I enjoyed it, dude. He's a, he's a clapper. He's a thinker. Yeah. When it, end, when it ended, dude, and they flashed up Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I was like, that's genius, baby. I just, yeah. Nailed it. They got me, man. They got but me. You're I, wearing, let me not fail to mention you're wearing your, you wore your Batman shirt when we did the, when we did the Justice League. Savage is rocking a beautiful Captain America tee right now, man. And I love that you dress. I'm wearing my 209 till infinity shirt, but you dressed really up. dress for the episodes, man. I dig it, dude. I mean, you're rocking the 209 till infinity shirt. Yeah. Right? You're wearing the Sacramento Kings hat because we're 209916. Yes, we are. You know? <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. And, uh, this so is now my favorite hat. I love this hat. It's, yeah. it's been getting there. Uh, yeah. The last few days, or the yeah, last, last few times few we've seen each other, you've been wearing it. It's a nice looking lid, bro. I love that gold logo, man. Yeah, anyway, but in, yeah. In, in my defense, yeah. we record here where my wardrobe is. Yes. Where you know yeah. you're like, fucking nine a.m. I gotta walk the dog. I gotta, I gotta get, oh, I gotta get gas still. I gotta uh, razzle frazzle. Yeah, Just assuming how I keep talking. I do. I like to say razzle frazzle. Razzle frazzle. Yeah. Dag nabbit. Uh, so hey, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, overall, I, like I said, I thought it was phenomenal. And, and here's what I want to know: is I know that we have people that are uh, uh, who, who who love the Marvel stuff, who love the comic book stuff. Who yes. Love, hey, right. We're talking. Uh, oh, you nasty. We're talking the Mad Cyclone. We're talking. I know that. Uh, uh, Roid Rage, you know, who, right. who gave us all that insight on the ZSJL, yes, uh, Zevia Soda, Just Lemon, yes, uh, Juicy Lemon, sorry, yes, uh, you know, uh, who else? If you if you're not one of those guys that watches this, I want to know. We want to know your feedback too. What'd you think about it? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was whack? Did you think it was was there something that we forgot? Like you know, like. There's a lot of unknown stuff like going forward, like what's going on with uh, Val, aka Madam Hydra. What's going on with uh, 
the U.S. agent because it's not really clear. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? It kind of depends on maybe what Val's doing. Right, right, right. Right, you know what I mean? What's going on with Sharon Carter? Like, obviously, she looks like a traitor. So, right. yep. I mean, that's what they're setting up. Like, um, how is Captain America going to move forward with no powers? Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... He was killing it though, man. I, I have to say the way they had him using the wings and the shield and Well that that's the other yeah. question. Let me ask you this. Like, uh obviously the um <laughs> Oh gosh, I almost said Zamunda. The, yeah. <laughs> Wakandans. The, the Wakandans made the the uh the suit, right? Yes. It, Bucky called in the favor, right? Yeah. So does that have any of the uh the uh I didn't get the vibe that he had powers. I mean, he was using his jet the vibranium. Packs. Yeah, it was, he was using jetpacks and things of that nature to put use extra force against him because he was fighting the regular guy and having a hard time. Like he's getting worked. Yeah, he's by, the, butt by the terrorist or what? I forget the guy's the name. The French guy. The right? French guy. Yeah. So I didn't get the vibe that he had powers. But yes, you saw him use the shield, uh, the wings as like a shield from bullets, and so I definitely. Well, he also like helped lift up the the with the he was using he had the thrusters going and yeah. was pushing so yeah there's definitely something there that helps so it's him kind of powers but not yeah, really it's more like an iron man type thing yeah almost. okay yeah, yeah, all right yeah. yeah no that makes sense yeah because i mean tony stark doesn't have powers out of the out of the suit it's his brains and his money he's like he's the batman of the marvel universe yeah. what's your superpower i'm rich you yeah. know like yeah <laughs> it's pretty much what it was now so you talk to fish yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly uh, so so there's and and that's to me that's it's it's another one of the beauties of 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 the marvel stuff like every time it was like well now we've got questions yes right yeah and that's how they keep you coming back. Oh, 100%. That's the genius that's, of it. That's how they've got us invested for 13 years or whatever it 13 is. 13 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 Oh, I had to. I was going to tell you something. In 13 years, there's only one movie in the Marvel Universe or TV show that I haven't seen. And I finally watched it uh, this week. Or last week. Excuse me. Doctor Strange? I watched Doctor Strange finally. Sat down, pulled it up on Disney+. Plus. Wife was studying for an exam. Stepdaughter was a cheer practice. I'd walk the dog and there was nothing on. I couldn't find anything to watch on. And I said, you know what? Let's pull this shit up and watch it. I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was really good. I don't know why I stalled out on that one, man. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because it's probably the same reason I stalled out on it. I heard bad things about it. And you know why I heard bad things about it? Because it wasn't Iron Man. And because it, it wasn't Captain America. Yeah. But that's not who he is. Yeah. Right. And I watched it. I didn't watch Doctor Strange until after he was in an Avengers movie. Right. 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 Uh, was That's that the first I, time we saw him? He he pops up in uh, which one is it? Yeah. It is one. Is it? It's Infinity War, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch Doctor Strange until I saw him in Infinity War, and Infinity War is fantastic. Yes. Right. So then I was like, how did I never watch this? I go back and watch Doctor Strange, and I literally remembered people like bashing it yeah i thought it was phenomenal i thought it was great i, I enjoyed it i like the liberties they took because from what i've read in the comic book his cape doesn't have like a mind of its own like that's something they wrote into the script and also the sling ring the rings that they need was created by marvel and i thought both of those additions were cool um i, I did read a lot of uh things where they said he his accent kind of goes in and out and i will give him that like it's funny, usually those British guys can knock out, like, you'd never know that the kid who plays Spider-Man is British. Like, he kills, and most guys do. The guy that played Batman in The in the Dark Knight is British. Like, but I will say, Cumberbatch, his accent comes in and out during that. Like, he's like, really? Like, listen, Bob. Like, he's, he's trying real hard, but at times it quavers. And I will think the, the villain was a little generic. But those are nitpicks for me. I, I loved... What a head trip. The special effects were like a mind trip. Like the action was great. I thought the story of him being a surgeon who couldn't use his hands and just was kind of cocky and arrogant, but wanted to get the use of his hands back and ends up discovering this world where his whole mind is open to possibilities. And the Sorceress Supreme is, is using evil to, to fight good. And yeah, overall, dude, I'd like give it an eight out of a 10. You know what I, I'm saying? I, like it was really good. Like. I thought it was mind blowing. The special how effects good were crazy. It was like crazy. Just, just the idea and how they how they captured that. Like you know what I mean? Like the whole like 
Iron Man, Captain America. Like, there's a blueprint. Like, I know with the comic books, right? And there's obviously a blueprint with Doctor Strange, right? Right. But bringing Captain America to life on film and then bring Doctor Strange world to life on yeah. film is too massively different animals yeah absolutely and i thought they killed dr strange i did i the, the, that's and, and it was cool to see him use the time stone because you knew it could reverse time we saw thanos do it right and we knew that he had it we learned that in infinity war but we never i never got to see him use it so i thought the baddest ass sequence in that movie was when the buildings were crashing and all the horrible stuff had happened and he reverses it through the time stone mm-hmm. so you see everything like you see the person who flew through the windshield of the car go back into the car and the car pull back. You see the buildings coming back together. But while all that bad stuff is reversing, they're fighting. Him and the bad guys are fighting. Like, it was a badass scene. And then, of course, there's the clip scene at the end where his partner, the African-American guy who's his partner, another sorcerer, ends up looking like he's going to turn bad. And we've never gotten any. I'm wondering if that's going to be Doctor Strange, too. Because we know there's going to be a Doctor Strange, too. I wonder if that dude's going to come back. And he goes, do you remember at the end? I don't know when the last time would you see it. He goes and finds Benjamin Bratt. And he takes Benjamin Bratt's wizard powers from him. And Benjamin Bratt goes, why are you doing this? And he goes, because there's too many wizards. And it ends like at that. And I'm like, or too many sorcerers. I don't think they call themselves wizards, man. Right. Too many sorcerers. And I'm like, oh, shit, the nice guy just turned bad. Like, Marvel likes to do that, too. Like We just got done talking about it. He was so nice the whole time, and then he turned evil. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I really enjoyed it. I can't believe I waited that long to watch it. Just, yo, man, Marvel. Like, I mean, and we got more stuff coming down the pipe. Movies are coming back now. Uh, next, what did we say was well, next? That's what I was just about to break down. Loki? Thank you for the segue. You got it. Uh, so the Loki TV show uh-huh. is June 11th. Can't wait. So a little over uh, about a month from now. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, and then Black Widow is July 9th. Right. So we will be a month into, I don't know how many, I'm, I'm assuming that Loki is going to be at least, oh, hold on, six part series. Okay. Six episodes. So yeah, and then we we talked about it off the air. the The first full Loki trailer was released uh, about what two three weeks ago, right? Right. Give or take. Great. Uh, and uh, the the two the the one biggest thing that both you and me like, besides the fact that it looks amazing, the whole Marvel thing, it looks like they're killing it too. Uh, is that uh, the uh, the dynamic between Owen Wilson and Loki looks yeah, to be Tom Hiddleston, man. freaking hilarious. Two great actors. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, then Black Widow, July 9th, which is going to be, what are we at now? Uh, supposed to be out in, uh, was it May or March last year? May. So it was going to be the movie that kicked off the yeah, summer. So, so yeah. only uh, 14 short months after it was supposed to be Oh, is that all? Yeah, let's hope that uh, we stick to that July. Yeah, yeah I, shouldn't, I don't see anything going haywire at this point, but hopefully knock on the wood. Uh, then uh, TV, uh, The What If. Oh, that's right, the cartoon. Coming. Uh, yes. Th- there is, as, as far as, uh, this, is, this was just released yesterday. As far as a uh, release date, they don't have an official release date, but they believe it's going to be uh, somewhere between um, mid-July to mid-August. So it'll basically break down in between Black Widow and then the next release, which is going to be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Can't which wait. comes out September, 20, Great uh, September 3rd, 2021. The first trailer dropped for it. It looks fantastic. Yes, it does. Um, I really want to. I'm looking hopefully by September 3rd. We will be full blown. Everything is good to go. Maybe we, maybe that, maybe even by July 9th, we can figure out a way to get to the theater together. And, I, sh- and watch I will that. be fully vaccinated by July 9th. So, yeah, man, that would be amazing. I'd love to get back to a movie theater. So hopefully that won't be an issue, because um, uh, I'm def I'm definitely watching it in the movie because I ain't paying thirty bucks watching it at home. right on Disney Plus. Yeah, S- especially when I have my Regal thing. Right, gotta figure that out. You by the way, pass. That's right. Uh, and then uh, the Eternals is November fifth, twenty twenty one. And then uh, did you know that there's a Hawkeye TV show? Yes. That so they're saying that that may be late twenty twenty one now. Yeah, and from what I've heard, the Hawkeye TV show is going to be about those five years during the blip where he lost his family and he just went ballistic, which I'm on board for when he was the Ronin. That's what I've heard. Well, I don't I, know if that's true. This or is not. what it says here. It says the, the arrow shooting. Uh, Jeremy Renner stars as the arrow shooting Avenger in a series that will also introduce Haley Steinfeld as the new Hawkeye, mm. Kate Bishop. Okay, interesting. Uh, so uh, I think that 
slowly some of this stuff's gonna start to set up the next set of okay Avengers. so yeah then that may not be a backstory well maybe it might Ronan. be both yeah yeah have flashbacks maybe but you man know? a ronin show because he was that opening sequence in Endgame when he goes and he's just on the killing streak with the swords and killing all those Yakuza gangsters. Oh, man, I'd go for a whole movie of that. That was great. Uh, and then a couple unknowns here. They have a TV show, Miss Marvel, uh, supposed to be set up. That's supposed to be late 21. 21. They're not sure if that. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. Yes. So that's the end of that. will be the, uh, the Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, there's a couple other things kind of uh, mixed in there afterwards. And then the two big ones, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is March 25th, 2022. And then Thor Love and Thunder is May 6th. Um, and then it says Black Panther 2, July 8th, 2022. But that's not confirmed. All right. And so we're waiting until 2022 for Love and Thunder and uh, and the Doctor Strange too. It's crazy how far out those guys got pushed, man. That's not, that was supposed did to. Did you know there's a third Ant Man in the Wasp? I did hear that. Quantum Mania. Yeah. Paul Rudd fought for that. They actually thought about not doing any more Ant Man's, and Paul Rudd was like, "Come on, I want to do it." He's because he kind of helps produce those and write those. He's got a lot of his hands are involved in those a lot, and he was pushing to do uh, a lot more with those. And they were kind of wanting to be done with that character, but he he fought for another one and got it. I love. I'm I'm on board. I enjoyed both of those movies. And then, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of what's coming up. Paul Rudd will be like 70 by the time they get that done, but he'll look the same. So he'll look fine. 27. So yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> you and me will be sitting in the, uh, in the, uh, handicap spot at the theater, but yeah, I just keep getting older, dude. Cause we, we feel like you keep pushing these Marvel stuff out any further. I don't, I may not make it to see a lot of this stuff. So they need to get moving on this shit, man. I'm into it. Like, come I on. I feel like every year we get older, Paul Rudd takes three steps back yes. from our lives. He's, he's a lucky bastard, man. I tell you what, he's, he's got to be, what, 50 plus. Easy. Easy. Is that what your guess is? Uh, I'm going to say 55 would be my guess. If Paul I had. Rudd. American actor. What's next for Paul Rudd? That's what it just says. Right nice. There. Paul Rudd, Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Are you ready? I am. Oh, this isn't. Oh, I got I to gotta do math. Hold on. <laughs> my math face. Did you say 55? I, yeah, that's my guess. Uh, he is 52. Oh, 52. Okay, he's a little younger than I thought. Paul right. Stephen Rudd. Good. He, I love Which him. Which is crazy is he's essentially our age. He's a little yeah. bit older than me. Yes. A, even a little bit less older than you. Right. But, uh, yeah, he's a good looking dude. Respect. Yeah, we put some respect on him, man. He's, he's the man. Yeah, he was a sales manager at the television station KCMO in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Hey, little known Paul Rudd I got one more for you. Yeah, you let's do it. Both of his parents mm -hmm. are from London. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed Hello, that. I'm from London. That's a little more funny to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From uh, more, yeah, Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great, man. One of my favorite character actors. I dig him. When they put him in the Marvel Universe, I was like, let's go, man. He's got some great moments. But, you know, what more can we say? Marvel's incredible. You, I think you and I are both on board. To quote Kevin Smith, take my money. Take all my money. I'm ready. Let's go. Would you like another Paul Rudd fact? Sure. Do it. Paul Rudd's last name is not really Rudd. Hmm, that sounds British, too. I would have thought that it was English. Yeah. It's actually his family's surname is Rudnitsky. Oh, I would have changed but, it, too. But his grandfather changed it to Rudd. Yeah. Don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Mr. Rudnitsky? Nah. I man. love Paul Rudnitsky. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Ant-Man 2 star and Paul Rudnitsky. Hollywood would have changed that in a minute. Like, that doesn't work. Yeah, that's not happening. Like, ha. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, Bill. I do love me some Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, no diggity right here, huh? No diggity. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Hey, now. Crazy, dude. Good. So good. I'm on board for bring on, uh, bring on Loki, man. I'm ready. If I, and I promise you this. My if, Friday nights are going to be a little more lonely now for yeah, a minute. Just yeah. for a month. Yeah. I and know. then Loki will be here. Yes. Come on. Uh, I'll tell you this, buddy. Yeah. Two things. Okay. I very much enjoyed this and I'm really, uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, Loki and finally Black Widow. Mm -hmm. um, but I will also tell you this. I promise what I say. If I another, if I do get another dog, it's going to be a little Black 
dog, and I'm going to name it Falcon. I dig it, man. Heck yes. Do it. And so, do it well. So then I'm walking. I'm being like, Mercy. And then there's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's right. Because you got soldier. that wicked left arm. Yeah. Nasty left arm. The nasty left, baby. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so uh, here we go. Uh, next next week, man, uh, when we check in, it's going to be interesting because I'll be a week from starting my new job. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, we'll check in and see uh, how it was leaving my job, how it was uh, on my, on my, 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 my uh, I don't know, it's not really a vacation. It's kind of a my palate cleansing period. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My PCP. Clearing your mind. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> How's your PCP? What, 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 what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, more of a heroin guy. Sorry. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Uh, do me a massive favor, if you will. Take us the heck up on out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Oh, you be thou nasty. Yes.